As exemplified by the hit Broadway musical Hamilton's mixtape single, New York is a city that prides itself in its immigrant roots. Its distinction today as a sanctuary city is a saving grace for the undocumented community who fear for their future under the 45th U.S. president. But is it enough? Here, we explore the roots of sanctuary, along with efforts made by city officials, universities, and congregations, and the ensuing fight on Capitol Hill that may well determine the fate of more than half a million New Yorkers and millions more across the country. This is our Sunday school. And these are some kids whose parents are about to be deported in here playing while they're talking in here. There is a man here who is um, in sanctuary, and I can't let you take his picture. He's in physical sanctuary, and has been. For years, Reverend Donna Scopper of New York's Judson Memorial Church has been a trusted voice for undocumented immigrants from all walks of life. But in the early hours of November 9th, as news broke of a Donald Trump presidency, a new reality kicked in. We're going to have to ask people who are already um, powerless or exposed or likely to be hit by somebody on the street, uh, they're going to have to take more risks and we're going to have to have their back. Just see who's in here. This is one of my favorite rooms in the whole place. This is our founder. <laughs> Edward Judson. As a board member of the New York Civil Liberties Union, Scopper regularly mobilizes activists and employs legal strategies to defend deportable immigrants and their families. Give us some time. Additionally, she co-founded the New Sanctuary Coalition of New York City in 2007, a 21st century take on a movement that began more than 36 years ago. Reverend Allison Harrington of Southside Presbyterian Church in Tucson, Arizona, one of the original sanctuary congregations in the country, explains its origins. In the 1980s, you had massive civil war, massive violence in Central American countries. Mm -hmm. So folks were fleeing, um, um, fleeing that, uh, that war, and they were coming to the United States seeking asylum. The United States was not granting them asylum um, because they were, of course, very involved in the conflict in Central America, and so they could not, they just weren't, they weren't giving them asylum. In New York City, the interfaith network of congregations that make up the New Sanctuary Coalition today complement a more recent policy adopted by Mayor Bill de Blasio, along with local leaders of 39 additional cities and 364 counties nationwide. Sanctuary cities are localities that basically limit the enforcement of federal immigration laws by limiting the assistance of local police and giving up certain immigrants. Immigration um, attorney Cyan so Germo. For example, that could mean um, not assisting in the transfer of individuals from local police custody to ICE custody or giving up names of undocumented immigrants. ICE short for U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Sanctuary cities, we block the funding, no more funding. Like amnesty or open borders, the term sanctuary city often triggers a visceral response from immigration hardliners today, including President-elect Donald Trump, who laid out a strategy while on the campaign trail in August. Cities that refuse to cooperate with federal authorities will not receive taxpayer dollars, and we will work with Congress to pass legislation to protect those jurisdictions that do assist federal authorities. The 12 largest sanctuary cities, including Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, and Philadelphia, account for one-fifth of the country's 11 million undocumented immigrants, according to the Immigrant Legal Resource Center. <clears throat> Madam President. The senator from Pennsylvania. Republican uh, Senator Pat you, Toomey of Pennsylvania 
wants to punish those cities. So we confer this special legal privilege on, in many cases, dangerous, violent criminals because they came here illegally. It's just unbelievable. Toomey's plan is similar to Trump's, but more specific on details. As he laid out on the Senate floor in November, the senator's proposed legislation called the Stop Dangerous Sanctuary Cities Act aims to eliminate perceived legal liability of municipalities that comply with federal authorities' detainer requests while stripping them of federal aid if they fail to do so. My legislation would withhold community development block grants, which is very cherished by the city governments all across America, if they choose to endanger all of us by continuing to be sanctuary cities. But immigration activists argue that protecting undocumented residents makes a city safer. If people don't feel um, comfortable enough to come to the police, then there's not going to be any type of trust and the police is not going to be able to prevent uh, these crimes from happening in the future. And in cases of perceived dangerous, violent criminals, New York Immigration Coalition Senior Regional Outreach Associate Francis Madi adds that the normal rules of sanctuary do not apply. If there is um, someone who, for example, uh, ha ICE has determined it's, it's a threat to national security, the police is not going to refuse to give out information about that person. When Donald Trump, coming down from the escalator, made a statement about illegal immigrants, I realized that he's right. Ananda Huja, attorney at law and co-founder of Indian Americans for Trump, disagrees with Mahdi's assessment but his support for Toomey's proposal goes beyond security. We are rewarding them by giving welfare benefits and at whose cost? The, at the cost of those who are law-abiding citizens of this country who are paying taxes. Sanctuary city mayors, he argues, should pay a price for their actions. They are equally responsible for breaking the laws, so they should be, they should be personally, also they should be held liable. It's some of those very law-abiding, tax-paying citizens mm -hmm. that would suffer from a, from a proposed legislation like this. I'm, to emphasize, community development block grants mm -hmm. would affect primarily low-income right. minority communities. Right. How is that fair? Right, right. It's, it's, I think it's very fair in the sense that that will put a pressure on these politicians who are in favor of sanctuary cities, that if they are looking for their own personal political career, if they have to be re-elected next time, then they should get federal grants and the only way they can get federal grants is not to allow these illegal immigrants to stay in their cities. Thank you. What's missing from the conversation is a precise definition of criminal under President-elect Trump, who has vowed to deport or incarcerate up to three million undocumented immigrants who possess, quote-unquote, criminal records. What makes a criminal, technically I'm a criminal because I don't have a piece of paper that, you know, determines my status. Poonam Das is a recipient of President Obama's 2012 Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Executive Order, known as DACA. She is one of more than 700,000 undocumented immigrants who came to the United States before their 16th birthday, who were granted a renewable work permit and exemption from deportation. Das, now 18 years old, arrived to the U.S. when she was three. She explained her story while participating in a hate-free zone rally in Queens, New York. At the time, um, Suriname was going under a coup, and so we were facing political persecution, and my family and I, uh, we decided to come to America because my parents wanted, you know, the best education possible for me, and we thought America was, you know, quote-unquote, the land of opportunity. In June, President-elect Trump referred to DACA as 
one of the most unconstitutional actions ever undertaken by a president. Because Obama's action was implemented as an executive order, it can be rescinded just as easily once he leaves office. Irrespective of uh, what your status is, if you have broken the law, you should not be rewarded for that. It's their parents who broke the law. Many of them came as children, as toddlers. How is it fair if this is the only country they know, for many of them the only language that they speak, to be punished uh, under the same set of standards? If you are entitled to get benefits based upon your parents, if you can inherit your parents' assets, you should inherit your parents' liabilities also. The uncertainty of DACA's future has moved higher education institutions to take action. In a resolution adopted by the New School, the university's board of trustees wrote that they would continue to welcome, admit, and support students regardless of their status, and vowed not to release records that, quote, may disclose citizenship status to any law enforcement authority, absent a court order or a legally enforceable subpoena, unquote. But for many of its recipients like Das, living in a sanctuary city like New York doesn't rid her of fear. You know, economically being unstable, emotionally being unstable, you know, it's really, it's always harboring in the back. It's like we just were allowed to come out of the shadows, and once it's removed, it's like we're being forced back into it. Despite reassurance from New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, who has indicated willingness to destroy an encrypted database containing the personal information of undocumented residents. Activists like Naeem Islam, an immigrant rights organizer and DACA recipient from Bangladesh, says self-reliance is important for one specific reason. How do we hold our elected officials accountable when they say this is a sanctuary city and that uh, they will protect all of our rights? On the Wednesday after the election, Islam described feeling numb. But in the short weeks that followed, his fear and uncertainty began to evolve into hope and trust in his Jackson Heights community to come together and act together. I think that regardless of what happens, as long as we have people looking out for each other, protecting each other and loving and accepting each other, we'll survive. This is Ramon Taylor for WNSR, New School Radio.